What if I told you that you can support your blood pressure and healthy CoQ10 levels with two chews a day? The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. That's like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 supports your cardiovascular health. Visit RadioBeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply on bundles and save 15% with the promo code DEAL. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the Best Life. what's up y'all what is up guys um so first off y'all we love recording these episodes and um we would love if because we know that you guys listen and we know that you are we have a ton of loyal listeners which we really appreciate um and the podcast is doing really well and we would love your help in making it even better we know we always ask you guys for ideas and things like that and you know we have we have so many great dms with you guys and things like that we would love if you are a regular listener we would absolutely love it. It would be a massive favor to us if you would pick your favorite episode or one that you just really resonated with or one that you really got something out of and take a screenshot of that episode and share it onto your social media and share it. And then just you know tag us in that. We will always regram you. But we love, love, love when you guys do that because obviously little business tip for us to get in and to continue growing the podcast. There's several ways, of course, one of which is having more guests on, which we are doing. Um, but also if you guys share it, then someone who maybe doesn't know about the podcast gets to see it because we get our episodes in front of people who are not following or not listening. And so it is just a major favor for us. And it would just be a massive solid if you guys wouldn't mind doing that anytime that you think of it. Um, and then share what about the episode really was helpful for you and tell your friends and family, um, that it was useful and that you got something out of it. And we always just so appreciate that. So that's our big call to action for this episode. Do us a solid. Do us a solid. And if you don't, we're going to be so mad. Why are you even listening? If you don't, we're not. We're just going to stop recording. <laughs> there was this clip of Dave Hollis that I guess he was losing his mind about this book. And he was like, it's $18. If you can't spend $18 to change your life and buy my book, oh well, boy. we're not going to bully you into it, Dave Hollis style. But if we also, have to keep asking, free. we might. <laughs> so don't well you know i mean but this us- is also a good business lesson don't do anything in your business with expectation you know and and danny and i do this because we absolutely love this and we get to excuse for us to hang out yeah. it's a good it's excuse for us to have really good conversations and if you guys love and enjoy the conversations even better but we would never have kept this up for what it's been six years now yeah. almost six years yeah it'll be six years in december or november we would never have kept it up this long if we didn't love it true. in and of itself true but also share the episodes and also leave a rating review. <laughs> Do us a favor <laughs> for the love of God. Um, so shout out to Laura Cavallo, who in our closed Facebook group uh, left a lot of awesome ideas. And she is also a uh, online fitness coach and nutrition coach. Um, so shout out to Laura. Just really appreciate some of these great ideas. Um, and one of them was um, building more intimacy 
in relationships when you have opposing love languages. So mm-hmm. I assume with opposing, she means just different love languages. Because yeah. I feel like none of them are really like opposing. I agree. You know, I think everyone loves being loved up on no matter what. But I think some people have tend to like more things than other things. Yeah. Um, and I know we've done a love language episode, but I think it was quite a long time ago. We kind of talked through the different f- the f- different five love languages. So this is a book uh, by Gary Chapman. And it's actually been on the, like, I feel like it's been on the, the like, best-selling list for years. It is one of those very, and I think it's really genius in its simplicity because it really is this idea, and this makes a lot of sense, it's the, this idea that each person has a way in which they prefer to be shown love. They might not even know what that is, right? Yeah. And of course, this book helps you assess what your love language is. But all of us love to receive love or we feel love in different ways. And so do you want to run through the five different love languages? Yeah. So the five love languages are gifts, meaning, you know, people bringing you presents, gifts, flowers, Cards, whatever. Yeah. Words of affirmation, so someone just telling you you're appreciated and that kind of thing. Physical touch, that one's pretty self-explanatory. Acts of service, so this could even be like taking out the trash or doing things for that you're not asking. And quality time, so just spending quality time with someone. And right before we recorded, you said your brother said everyone has all all of them. And I agree to a point. I I think that... um, Well, it's like we'd all like them. Yeah. I think we just... I think in general, people want to feel appreciated. And so if someone... Like, I think gifts is like least of my love languages. However, if Jeff is bringing me flowers or he's like, I was out and I saw these shoes and I thought like... Randomly, like he bought me some socks and I like really love fresh new socks. And I was like, oh, thanks. I felt really good about that. So if someone's thinking about you and they do something, but I would never expect to get gifts all the time, like just get socks or, you know, like that kind of thing. So I kind of do agree with Danny Coleman, but it's not even the love languages. I just think in general, people want to feel appreciated in whatever way you can show appreciation and they want to feel special. And usually like words of affirmation, I've noticed, I thought that was mine. I think it's actually my second one. Um, But I feel like sometimes when we are really focused on what their, their love language is, sometimes we could be almost performative. You're just like, Hey babe, I really appreciate you. Cause I know, you know, like in the back of your mind, cause I know you need to hear this, but it, when it comes from a place of genuinely just sharing appreciation, you're saying it, that feels very different than trying to like check the box on like making sure you're giving them their love language. Cause mm-hmm. I I've noticed, I've seen that kind of both ways where I feel like I've been pandered to, to for my love language and it doesn't feel as genuine like I would rather have someone surprise me with a gift because they were thinking of me than try to say something nice because they think that's what I need to hear mm-hmm. so that's well, it's, my the, the problem tends to we, we tend to run into the problem where we also show love in our love language mm-hmm. so if you take this quiz in this book and even just Danny reciting the five of them, chances are you're probably like, oh, that's probably definitely me. And t- typically we have like one or two that kind of rise above the rest and you go, those are mine. But the problem becomes in relationships where or can arise where you show love in the way that you receive love. Mm. So if your love language is um, like is words of affirmation, or let's just say your love language is gifts, and you're constantly waiting, like you might show love in gifts, but you might be with someone who shows acts of service. So I could see this happening in a lot of relationships where I feel like maybe there's a husband or a, a male partner whose love language is acts of service. They're like, I go to work, I bring home the money, I take the you know trash out, 
you know, and I'm doing a lot of like stuff around the house, but all the woman wants is flowers. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I just wish you could, you know, just Mm -hmm. show me love or or like rub my feet or like, you know, something like that, that feels more like a gift or, or just tell me I'm doing a great job or like, you know, just hold my hand in public. And the man thinks that they're loving. He's like, I'm showing it. This is how I love you. Right. And and there's a disconnect there. Yeah. One person feels like, why aren't you feeling loved by me? And it's because you're sharing in your love language mm-hmm. and not in their love language. Mm-hmm. So to your point, yes, it can definitely feel performative. So how do you do it in a way that feels organic? Uh, I don't know. I, I think, okay, first having the conversation of, you know, what do you think the love languages are? And I do think there is a... Um, when you love someone, you will do something, even if it is performative for you, because you want them to feel appreciated and loved in the way that they feel appreciated and loved. I think that, you know, like if you know your person's love language is physical touch, you can like, you know, when they're sitting there, you can put your hand on their back and kind of rub their back or something like that and do little things that maybe just aren't natural to you. You have to force yourself or you have to think about it. But I think that just goes into like maintaining a long-term relationship and showing someone you care about them. And I think you will do it even if it doesn't feel the most natural to you. I think it, it just does come down to conversations and communication back to all of it is like communicating what you need and how you feel. And I don't know. It can feel performative, but I think sometimes even in the moments where it has, I appreciate that. I'm like, cause it's even thoughtful, right? Yeah. Yeah, It's like even thoughtful. And so, I mean, (laughs) I'm trying to think of an example would be, so my love language is quality time. Mm -hmm. And my second love language is physical touch, but quality time far and away. And it's funny with, especially with Keith, because he's like, we see each other all the time. We hang out all the time. And I'm like, but it's not quality time. So we've had that conversation and I'm not like, he's not in trouble or anything. It's just more like, Hey, I realize that but, but like I Susie you all the time, but it's like, I'm, I'm between coaching calls and like, you're running out to volleyball and like whatever. So he knows for me that, and also not everything can be important. So you have to really get discerning on like what matters to me. So he knows that separating some time and having at least one date night per week yeah. where we go out somewhere is really important to me. Yeah. And that's all I need. I don't need to see you at all, all week long. Yeah. But if I know that I have something on Friday night with you where like we get to like really just go out, we get to appreciate each other, have good conversation, like really enjoy each other. I don't need to even see you or talk to you the rest of the week, you know? And so he knows that. So now he's at the point where he's initiating things like that. Whereas that's not his natural way of being. He'd probably be like, I see you every day. We can have dinner together at the house. Like, you know, but for me, he knows that I need that. And so it feels really, it feels really special when he thinks of that. He's like, do you want to do something on Friday? I'm like, I do. Yeah. And then he'll plan it. Yeah. But it I, takes effort. I definitely relate to that because we've had similar where I'm like, Hey, we need to hang out. And we both work from home. <laughs> we're in the house together. He's like, we're together all the time. He's like, like, we're hanging out. I'm like, yeah, but you're doing your thing. I'm doing mine. Like we're not like, you know, and we have conversations in the day, you know, we have like these logistical conversations of the day, or I know what's going on with him or he knows what's going on with me, but I'm like, but it's not the same. Like we need to go to dinner together. We need to go out somewhere. Let's go on a walk together or something. Yep. So I think that connection, I think there is, um, that can definitely be something that, you know, makes you confused. I I can see the quality time being confused with just spending time. Yeah. So back to like the conversation of what does that look like to you? What does gifts look like to you? If it is gifts, like how often do you need gifts? Cause that, you know, some people might think of these grandiose, like, well, shit, now I got to come up with something really good on your birthday. And I got to come up with big things on Christmas where you just might be, I just want, you know, like some flowers, you know, once a week or something, or I just would love it if 
when you were out on your work trips, if you just bring me back a little trinket that you were thinking of me, like a little chocolate or something like that might be what you really need. And they're like, fuck, this is like, I got to come up with some, like, I got to buy you Louboutin shoes now, you know? <laughs> right. So you also need to know what your love language is, but then how does that look so that you can help them win? Because helping them win is helping you win, right? Like now, now you're feeling loved and appreciated. And then asking them like, okay, what does physical touch mean to you? Does this mean like we're banging every night or right. does this just mean like you can just graze my hand and you just like, we're sitting next to each other at dinner and your hands on my thigh. Like for me, that's kind of some of the stuff for physical touch that I need. I'm like, I just want to be like, I just want your hand on my back or something, mm -hmm. you know? So it's getting to know what those things are. I think like the question is opposing love languages. I'm not sure that they're either is opposing. I think it's just if yours is different than theirs, expressing it, you need to figure out how to express it. And I think that it's not necessarily how you think it is in your own head. Like you need to ask, what do they mean by that? Because mm -hmm. I think we could, I can really go down a lot of ways on how I think gifts is expressed, but it might not be at all what they need for gifts or right. any of the, any of the love language words of affirmation too. It's like, I've found myself going overboard sometimes in words of affirmation and just like, I don't need it like that. <laughs> like I know I have a, a really good friend who's words of affirmation and mm -hmm. I always kind of forget and then we'll hang out and then she'll send me a text afterwards and she's like, thanks for being amazing. I had so much fun with you. Thanks for always being there for me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. So then I, I mean, it's always nice, but I get, I always forget it. And then I get the text and I'm like, oh yeah. And so I'll write back and I'm like, and I, I have no, I have no problems sharing, feeling like touchy feely things. Yeah. Like I'm very open with that, but I always forget. And I'm like, oh yeah. So it's just interesting how we tend to share, show other people in our own language. Yeah. And it is interesting because I don't know about Jeff's love language, but Keith is definitely um, physical touch, which is my second. So it's easy. We, we, you know, have a lot of, um, chemistry and compatibility in that regard, but it's like, if he had like acts of service, I would have a really hard time. Mm. Right. Cause I'm just like, not, I'm not that person who's like cooking, cleaning, running errands. Like I'm just not that person. So that would be a lot harder for me, I think. So I think there, you know, you have to know yourself too, to know like what, okay. Acts of service. I'm like, just not, this is not my natural way. So then like, how do I think about, or what matters? And to your point, if the person is asking for love in their love language, they need to know yeah. what that looks like too. <laughs> Jeff makes fun of me. Cause he's, you know, I was asking him about just taking out the trash and stuff or cleaning up. I'm like, Oh babe, thank you so much for doing that. And he goes, every love language is your love language. <laughs> he's like, you want me to touch you more? You want me to take out the trash? You want me to say you're beautiful? I was like, yes, all of it. I do need all of it. I'm demanding. I was like, but you don't have to buy me gifts. I was like, that's the one thing you don't have to do. So I don't think I'm words of affirmation either. I, because I think about social media and I'm like, wow, people who have a personal brand must just love like in their words of affirmation. Because people are always like, I love your dress. Yeah. You look beautiful. And I'm like, if I was a word of affirmation, and I, and I always appreciate those comments, but yeah. it doesn't like hit me, you know, like I'm just like, thanks so much. But it doesn't like really make me feel any sort mm -hmm. of way. And if I post something and no one comments it, I'd also be fine, you know? <laughs> but I think for people who, you know, words of affirmation and they have a personal brand, they're probably... They're feeling like, all kinds of hey, love all the time. Maybe that's most of the influencers out there. I would be interested in that for you. Like, you know, and it's not that I don't appreciate people reaching out and saying, I really got a lot out of this or I love your program or whatever, but I don't, I feel like I'm not like I'm numb to it, but I just feel like it's, um, not that I get it so much, but over the last, however long, a decade plus, mm -hmm. 
it's, I don't know, I wish that I took it in more. Mm. And I wonder if that's a love language thing. I wish that I really felt deeply. Yeah. And it's not that I don't, I take it for granted or anything. And of course I'm always grateful, but it's more like, I wonder, but then I find myself being like, I should tell other people more. Yeah. Right. Cause it's words of affirmation is not a thing for me, but I'm yeah. like, you know what? I really, but I'm so grateful to get these messages. I should send these messages more often Yeah. because I think for a lot of people, it makes them feel really good. I, I do appreciate the messages and probably because this has happened a couple times where I've been ready to throw in the towel. I'm like, nobody is listening to this. Nobody cares. Not necessarily the podcast, but like, I remember a very particular instance just doing when I was doing the sweaty buddies and I was just broke up with my business partner. I was stressed out and doing all the like body image and food stuff and just posting stuff. And I, I took the car and drove to a Trader Joe's parking lot. I told my husband that I was going to go shopping, which I didn't. I just needed to go cry somewhere. And I just drove and sat in a parking lot and was just crying. And I was just scrolling through my phone. And I got this pling of an email. And I got this long email from this woman who saw one of my videos on YouTube. And she was like, this saved my life. And it just, you know, it meant so much to me. And it was like that moment I just needed to keep going. Because I was like, mm. what am I doing all this for? This is so, like, nobody's helping. This is not a, you know, you, I was just questioning everything. So I always save those. I save them because I feel like sometimes when I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I sharing this? Why am I online? Nobody cares. I'm like, oh, people do care and they're paying attention. So personally, I don't, words of affirmation I thought was my number one. I don't think it is anymore. I actually think it might be quality time and um, acts of service. <laughs> but like I said, Jeff keeps saying I keep changing it. So apparently it's all of them. Uh, so Dan might be right. But I, I think those do like keep me going. So mm -hmm. I do. And I, I try. I don't do it as much as I should, I think. But I try to kind of send those messages to people if it does matter. Yeah. But, I feel like you're really good at that. Actually. Yeah. I can just get going in my own life and it's not because I'm selfish, but I think I can come off that way sometimes yeah. or I just feel like more like I'm laser focused mm -hmm. to where I'm like, Oh yeah, fuck. Like I probably should like acknowledge or whatever, you know, but because I don't need a lot of acknowledgement. Yeah. Sometimes I just, am like, Oh yeah. Like I need to do that more. I think you do it though. I think you do it quite a bit. Maybe I do it for like five people and you're one of the five. So <laughs> yes. it's not because I want to be a dick, but I just get going on my own stuff. And I yeah. think I can come off really, um, I can come off like just hyper-focused and yeah. maybe not as, um, I don't know, emotionally available. Well, we, we talk about this, the five love languages within our relationship, but I think this is actually a good kind of conversation too about friends. Yeah. Friends. And we just had a conversation about, friends and moms and just figuring out what your friends need. I think that's really important yeah, too. I, I think agree. just all relationships can be nurtured a little bit better. Yep. I was thinking though, um, about some people who maybe don't have. So I feel like my dad is one of those people who doesn't have a love language. I feel like I've tried different things. I could do service. He doesn't seem to care. I've words of affirmation I've sent him and he's just like, okay, thanks. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what my dad is. I'm trying to figure that man out, but he just seems like an enigma to me. Mm. Do you think there's some people who have none? I don't know. I find that hard to believe. Or are they just more maybe, even keeled? Maybe or? they're just more inhibited. You know what mm. I mean? Like maybe they're just like so inhibited with maybe they aren't, um, what's the word like in emotional integrity or something, yeah. you know, I feel like, especially for men, they tend to like, you know, they don't want to have these like gushy shows of love and whatever. The best person to ask would have been your mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's probably, if, if he was going to show anyone in his life, his love languages, it would have been his partner probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they're, you know, they probably get to see it. I think 
I don't know. I think everyone probably has one, but they might not know what it is either. Yeah. Especially men, if they're like more inhibited and they're just not going to like gush over something or whatever, but I don't know. Like quality time. This. He's the what does he do though? Because that's the thing that will give you insight. What? Is, how does he show love? He d- I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Like quality time, I laugh because we showed up. He will keep the conversation so short, which I do appreciate on the phone. Like, you know, like <laughs> you call your mom or something, and you're just like, oh my god, this conversation, I'm trying to get off. But my dad, he keeps short to the point. He's like, okay, bye. Like he'll even cut you off and just get off the phone. I'm like, <laughs> all right, thanks. I was gonna call and just see how you're going and you know talk to you, but he's like, all right. What do you, what do you need? Okay, got to go. Bye. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you have to do? Nothing. Um, but I don't know how he shows it either. Yeah, because that would give you insight into his. Yeah, I would say acts of service maybe, but it's funny. Recently, I asked him to do something, and he's like, no, no. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks. <laughs> he's wow. like, hey, babe, do you need anything? I, you know, I can help you. And I asked him. I was like, yes, I actually. Can you drive across town to, and meet? Jeff to bring this mail and he's like no I don't want to do that wow <laughs> I'm like okay should well. we get should we interview him on boundaries yeah. <laughs> and teach us a thing or two he's nope, like what do you need that. anything oh except that nope we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need help with well there's yeah, this one thing that I'm going to ask service yeah because acts of service people would probably just do that without you even asking totally, totally. that's so funny maybe it's gifts who knows maybe it is gifts and that's why I haven't figured it out yeah he never had the money to give us gifts I don't know yeah, but it could be. I think everyone probably has one, but I don't know. Maybe it's a man thing. Yeah. Well, there's also, besides this uh, love languages, this I feel is similar to some of the personality quizzes mm-hmm. and traits where I did this one with Danny Johnson years ago. It was called Gems. And so you're a sapphire, a ruby, an emerald, or a pearl. And each of those gems has certain characteristics. And so we did this practice where you kind of practice talking to somebody in their gem. And I think it just, it works similarly. It's it's like you're just trying to relate to them in the way that they feel related to. So I yep. think there's a lot of things that are, maybe it's not the love languages that they relate to as much. They're like, uh, yes, but then maybe they relate to one of these personality quizzes that kind of fits a little better. And that might be a thing. I mean, that's always just something good to like know about yourself and about who, especially if you're in like the coaching space or uh, shout out to Danny Coleman again for his podcast. It's called Take Care Radio. And he talks a lot about this stuff. He's mm-hmm. like, this helps you if you can understand the personality traits and the sensitivities and things like that of the person you're working with, they might not care about, you know, the, the hormonal breakdown. They just want, you know, to be able to run around with their kids. You know what I mean? So it's like, you have to know what it's kind of like, what's their value system, right? That's really what we're talking about is knowing what your friend or your client's value system is so that you can speak directly to that. And you're always going to have, get a better result if you're speaking to someone's value system. And I guess love language is a value. Yeah. Right. It's like how you, it's how you give and receive love. Love it. Well, I don't know if this was helpful to help you manage your relationship who wrote in, but, um, yeah, would love to hear how some of y'all manage if your partners isn't quite what you feel easy to give and how you've managed that. You can post in the Facebook group, love the conversations, go to the bestlifepodcast.com. And there's a link on the website that has all of our episodes, but also a link to the free Facebook group and you can join, you can post anonymously if you'd like, um, or don't post anonymously because we love to know who you are and don't be shy. I feel like we have some, a lot of people who do post quite often and then a lot of lurkers. Don't be a lurker. Be a <laughs> shower, not a grower. Be a shower, not a grower. <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye.